You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. Come on in, have a drink and stay a while. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. It is so good to be back chatting with you. And and we have made a serious commitment to try a new cocktail every time we get together. And it was your turn. So Mm -hmm. what did you make for us today? Oh, boy. I really need this cocktail today, too. (laughs) Actually, I was going to... I was going to start out and I was going to ask, you know, like, how, how was your week? But no, I, we just need straight to the, we just need to drink some of this cocktail. So I'm pretty excited about this. This is a maple bourbon cider. It's one of my favorite winter cocktails. So let's, let's, um, let's describe it so we can get right to drinking it. Okay. Um, apple cider as a base, Mm -hmm. some spiced cider, and then we've got some bourbon little Jim Bean keeping us company today. Um, maple syrup, some fresh squeezed lemon, and then topped off with a dash of cayenne for a little bit of kick. I love it. All right, All right. let's let's give it a try. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, that's tasty. Oh, yeah. That's real good. I love bourbon. <laughs> that is real. You know what is funny is I am not typically, like I don't go for the bourbon mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. or order a bourbon drink. But with apple oh. or anything like fall or winter spice, mm-hmm. I do really mm-hmm. like bourbon. Yeah, this I, is think, really I think I'm the same way. I think I've only ever really enjoyed it in something like this. So, yeah, I might need to get a, might need to get a refresh halfway through the podcast. So. <laughs> it's going down good. <laughs> it's, been, it's been kind of a busy, crazy week. <laughs> um, so last time we got together, let's jump right in here. We had talked about New Year's resolutions and goals for 2014. You said you were still working on picking your word for the year. So let's hear what you've come up with. Okay, so I, I pick a word, um, like I said last time, that's kind of my theme word for the year. And this this year I've been doing a lot of thinking about it. I'm a little late on picking the word, but I think my word is next. Mm. And the reason for that is I feel like that there is a lot of overwhelming, potentially overwhelming things coming mm-hmm. up this year Yeah, um, with a book release that I've never done before and what, what that all might entail. Um, and adopting and starting our family and i just feel like times in life like if i think back to when we moved to arizona even Mm -hmm. i just remember what made it work was just staying positive and doing the very next thing Mm -hmm. like not thinking five steps ahead of myself not too far right which is my tendency Mm -hmm. as well and just saying okay what's the what's the next right thing to do Mm -hmm. and each step of you know each step of the process so Mm -hmm. I really feel like that's my word. I would love to lose some weight and be healthier this year. And I think mm-hmm. that that happens by taking the next mm-hmm. right step, doing the next activity, making yeah. the next right food choice and not right. just like, oh, well, I ate that cookie. So now I'm going to eat five more. Yeah. It's just yeah. like yeah. that kind of thing. I think yeah. that I'm a very all or nothing that way. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that that is what I need to focus on mm-hmm. for this year. And just thinking about even excitedly, like what, mm-hmm. you know, broader terms, what might be next. Yeah. You know, for this next chapter of our life. So, yeah. That's kind of my focus word. Yeah. I love it. I love it. What do you think? Um, what do you think are your biggest motivations for the weight loss? And I'm just thinking of this because I've been following this woman on Instagram that I don't even know how I found it. And she is so inspiring. She, I think a year ago, she made a goal that she wanted to lose some weight and she's been Instagramming sort of her process and mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah, I've just been feeling so inspired by her. Like mm-hmm. she'll just post, okay, I'm eating this healthy meal or I'm getting to the gym again. So I'm wondering what kind of, maybe kind of what will you set up for yourself to motivate you or what do you think will help you the most? Well, I, okay, this is really shallow. Are you ready for yep, it? Ready. <laughs> I, there's so many really hard things about finding out, you know, that you have infertility as a couple and that mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to have your own biological child. Mm-hmm. But one thing, and, and I'm going, you know, I've definitely gone through a grieving process yeah. of not being able to um, be pregnant and, mm-hmm. and go through that natural experience. But at the other side of that, <laughs> if I'm, if I'm going to be a silver linings kind yep. of girl, yep. I'm kind of excited not to have to go through the really yucky, not okay parts yeah. of childbirth. Yeah. And I wouldn't want anybody else to mention that to me, mm-hmm. but for me to think that exactly. myself, that's okay. okay. <laughs> so then I'm like, all right, well then I can, 
and not that you can't do this if you have your own, mm-hmm. but I can be a really hot mom by the time I have kids. Yeah. Like I can work on that time <laughs> to actually, you know. Instead of gaining 50 right, pounds. And just having can, to be okay with it. Like, all right, this right. is part of the process. And right. I can get it back. Yeah. I can do the opposite. Right. So why would I not do that? That's awesome. And thinking to myself, okay, if I'm not going to do it now, like when I mm-hmm. have instantly two kids. Yeah. It's just going to get harder. Right. So establishing those habits wise, like, now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Picking mm-hmm. them up, chasing them around. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that is a big motivator for me right now. <laughs> I love actually. it. It's like mission it. hot mom. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll check back in with you on that. I mean, okay. You would already be a hot mom already. Erica, <laughs> well, I appreciate but... <laughs> it. I'd be cute, but I'd be plump. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so how about you? How are your goals coming along or okay well i feel like i'm just getting to sort of catch a breath and and think about my goals really i did take take some time to to make some goals for the new year but like i said it's just been kind of a crazy week at work just kind of getting back into our routine and everything but i'm excited to this week to sort of recommit to those and think about how those are gonna be part of my every day life. And I really like that too. I like that we're talking about this. It's already almost the middle of January. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we talked about just because you haven't made your goals by January 1st, doesn't mean the year is lost. You know, there's still time and there's time to recommit. So um, I talked about it last time. I want to be more appreciative of our house and not get that DIY, um, you know, slump after reading all those blogs that I do and whatnot and just focus on the fact that our house is fine as it is right now Mm -hmm. and appreciate all that we have. I am also excited to ride my bike. I got an awesome, a sweet yellow bike for Christmas (laughs) that actually the lads uh, were helped uh, helped Chris. It was Operation Hide the Bike. (laughs) That's right. And Chris has been telling me all the links that they went to to make sure that I didn't know what was happening or that it was being hidden at your house. I mean, in the meantime, I was completely clueless. I think he could have wheeled the bike like right in front of our house, but they were parking down the street and then riding it as fast as possible into your backyard. And the really hilarious part too. I mean, Mr. Ladd was very in on this, like, t- taking it very seriously. Because mm-hmm. I could, like, if I asked a question mm-hmm. about the bike, he's like, I don't know. Chris didn't tell me that part. He only had a second <laughs> to talk. And then he knew that we had to, like, leave our back gate open because Chris was coming to get it mm-hmm. Christmas morning. Okay. Or Christmas Eve, whatever day he gave it to you, he was right. coming to get it. And Jeremiah, was, he was sleeping. And it was like three in the morning. Mm-hmm. And the dogs, I heard the dogs jump off the bed and they went outside barking in the okay. backyard. And it woke Jeremiah up, but he just must have had like a panic moment and didn't realize what time it was and like thought that it was Chris coming to pick up uh-huh, uh-huh. our dogs were attacking him. Mm-hmm. So he goes flying down the stairs. <laughs> He's like, oh no, Chris. <laughs> I was like, babe, it's three in the morning. I really don't think it's Chris. Probably not. It was a very serious operation. It they really was. A little stressed. About it really was. But it was a big surprise. I didn't even know that I wanted a bike, but... Um, anyway, I'm I'm just so excited to have it, and I also got a trailer that attaches to it that Dashiell can ride in. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm just really excited to get out of my bike. We want to bike to the farmer's market and just kind of see where all we can get to from our house. We we live really just in the middle of suburbia, mm-hmm. but I think as I've kind of taken another look at it, there really are a lot of great trails where we could ride, not on the streets and stuff. So anyway, I'm excited to yeah. see where we can it's get. It's very bike friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, re- it really is. Um, I also have a goal of, it's kind of finding a new exercise routine. Um, I, I exercise the most consistently when I have a routine and Mm -hmm. a schedule. Like Mm -hmm. every Tuesday I do this. Right. I had a really great schedule before I got pregnant and even during my pregnancy. Right. It's all gone out the window. (laughs) You know, I've dash has other plans. Yes. Yes. I've kind of tried to go back to those same spin classes and things, but it just doesn't work for my schedule as much anymore. So I'm, you know, I just would like to kind of find those things that I can consistently work in where it's predictable and I feel like I'm getting that consistent exercise every week. I, I know I always feel better when I have that. So I haven't quite found that. Maybe yet. we can work on that together. Yeah, I would love to. <laughs> that helps with to. the hot mom goal. Mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> Operation Hot Mamas. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then I have another uh, fun one. 
I want to learn two new hairstyles. <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> okay, so my hair right now is just down, and then my bangs that I'm growing out are pinned up in a bobby pin. This is how I look 99.9% of the time. You had some curls going on for book club the other oh, that's night. True. I noted. That's true. I meant so to tell you something. I have been, I have mastered the curling iron. Mm-hmm. This is huge. Okay. <laughs> I mean, 2013, yes, I had a baby, but I mastered the curling iron. I know people. how to curl my hair. Yes. Um, I, when I was growing up, my mom and my sister didn't use a curling iron and I didn't have any girlfriends that lived really close by. Mm-hmm. So... This has really been something I've had to pioneer myself. This is monumental. (laughs) Yes. So after many years of getting that so frustrating crease in your hair from the curling iron, I finally figured out how to do it. (laughs) So yeah, sometimes I'll throw some curls in my hair in the morning before work. Kind of makes me feel more put together. But I do just want a couple couple different ways to wear my hair to feel a little bit more put together Mm -hmm. and professional. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just something else to do. So anyway... Um, I guess kind of, uh, another thing I have kind of like you, I did come up with a word or a theme for the year and that is going to be make it happen. I love that theme. It just kind of occurred to me. I've kind of talked about, I have some creative projects going that I feel really excited about at the same time. I don't have nearly enough time that I want to spend on them and it means Staying up after Dash goes to bed or prioritizing those over maybe something else that I want to do. And, but I just have to make it happen. Yeah. I can't make excuses. It's, you know, you're not going to get less busy. It's not going to be easier. No one's going to hand it to you. Just make it happen. Right. And I think it's hard with creative projects, especially, especially if it's something you're not getting paid for yet. Yeah. Cause it's like, right. It's all you. I mean, you exactly. just have to make it go. So. Exactly. That's so awesome. that, that, that's keeping me motivated and I want to see where it takes me this year. Very cool. Well, speaking of that, we both have talked a lot about, um, taking creative work seriously. Yep. And that's a big part of that. Um, and it's really important to both of us. And I think we really kind of bonded over realizing that it was a big part of both of our lives to take some of those things seriously and try new things. And so how do you do that? How do you make it happen? How do you make time for it and make it a priority? Mm -hmm. Well, I think this is something that I know, I think that we've both decided that we've both done is just making that conscious decision. I'm going to do this Mm -hmm. and I'm going to make it a priority. Mm -hmm. And it seems like a small thing, but it's that mindset, right? I am going, I am going to do it out loud is Mm -hmm. half the battle sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And telling other people that you're doing it too. I know that I, it's a little bit intimidating to tell other people about it because if you fail, Mm -hmm. they'll know. Oh, I thought you were going to do this. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But I actually find that is really the pressure that you need. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So is is that something that you did with your book and how did you kind of come to that realization of Yeah, it well just I quit my job. Okay, so, <laughs> so everybody really, you know, I had a lot of um oh, you're going to be a writer and mm-hmm. so there was a lot of all right, I need to like mm-hmm. be a writer if, mm-hmm. I, if this is what I'm saying I want to do. Mm-hmm. So I you were telling people job. that as you were like yeah, teaching, that, but someday I'm, I would like to mm-hmm, be a writer. That I just was feeling burnt out and I wanted to pursue some other interests and teaching just really left no room for that. It's just kind of an all-consuming profession. And so, at least the way I was doing it. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I just felt like I needed to take a step back before I completely hated it or Mm -hmm. just completely felt resentful that I hadn't done anything else. Um, And just take some time for myself and creativity and starting a family. And so... Yeah. So that was a big part of it because that, then that's the next question everybody asks you is what are you going to do? Right. And so you feel like you have to have a legitimate, you know, profession or mm-hmm. something that you're at least going after. And mm-hmm. so that really helped actually is to kind of take a big step, mm-hmm. you know, in that direction. Mm-hmm. What you have. Um, we're going to have this <laughs> I got so got some dead silence. Yeah, sorry. I'm kind of, I'm kind of. Oh, do your. Okay. Oh yeah. Plus you didn't. Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> okay. So, so another thing that has really helped me, I think, take my project seriously, 
and keeps me moving along is I've made an editorial calendar for myself, just imposing those deadlines Mm -hmm. and being very structured in my approach to it. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about that because we both blog. Mm -hmm. You have a blog, rising shining.com and I do Uh ladventure.com, which is my personal blog. And then the candid teacher, which is really more about the book and teaching. Right. So how do you, your editorial calendar is pretty much for your blog, right? Or are you putting other projects? It is. It is. At first it was, and now I'm starting to put other projects in there too. I use a Google calendar, Mm -hmm. so it's all electronic and I just have it color coded. So I have a different color for rising shining posts and tasks. And then I have another one for my e-course, which is called work it mama. Mm -hmm. I have something for that. And actually I haven't added the podcast to that, but I think I probably, I know we've been doing a lot. There's been a lot of emails flying (laughs) back and forth. Yes. There's a lot of Google documents and whatnot. So I think I'll have to add that. And so it's it's a really pretty simple process, but I just sit down and if I have an idea for a post on my blog, I'll, you know, maybe write it in two weeks from now. And so then I'll see, okay, well then the week before I'll need to write it or I'll need to take photographs mm-hmm. for it. And it makes such a huge difference. Yeah, it really, I, and I need to get a lot better about this aspect of it. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm making time in my day, but not planning out more long-term like an editorial calendar Mm -hmm. would do. Mm -hmm. Um, I tried the same kind of thing with sticky notes so that I can move them around on a paper calendar and then just had my personal Mm -hmm. calendar was on, Mm -hmm. you know, the iCal or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that I need to get better about that because then what happens is, like you said, if you take a photograph or something, you're like, oh, wait, I don't have everything. And now, like, if you were going to do something holiday related Mm -hmm. or whatever, the moment Mm -hmm. has kind of passed. So I really like that idea. Yeah. I've just noticed that when I use an editorial calendar, even if I'm not sticking to it, if I'm checking back into it and kind of updating it, I am just able to stay so much more on top of my projects. And you turn out a lot more since you've been doing that. Right. For sure. Yeah. Because I think then it's really easy to see, okay, I could just do a post that doesn't require a lot of work. Okay. I'll kind of fit that in here. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, I'll be working on a draft of something or just kind of then going into a weekend. I can think, oh, during the weekend, I want to make sure I make time to snap a couple of photographs. And so that long-term planning just really helps. And I think it's such an interesting realization about the creative process that actually, for me anyway, the more structured almost I am, mm-hmm. the more creative I am. Yep. Yep. And that's very surprising to me. And I always thought, okay, artists, musicians, these creative people, they mm-hmm. just go into their creative space and it just flows from them. Totally. And maybe that's for some people, but... I, but not for me. I, you know what? And I don't, the more I read about it and learn from other creative people, Mm -hmm. I think it's not really for everybody. I think anybody who wants to take their creative work seriously and really produce Mm -hmm. needs to do it like it's their job. And I think inspiration finds you when you're showing up every day. Mm -hmm. Inspiration finds you working. You know what I mean? And then you're in that that. habit and you have a place and an outlet for it. Cause I think sometimes if you're just waiting for it, it mm-hmm. could either never happen or creativity fuels more creativity. Yes. So if you're sitting down creating something, you may think of, you know, your next brilliant idea and it may not be what you're working on at the yes. moment. Yes. But it's in the process of your brain yeah. kind of being in the habit and mm-hmm. being trained to think that way. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And I actually, I have it waiting for me at the library, <laughs> which is the book, The Creative Habit. I believe the author is Twyla Tharp. She is a I have heard of that book. Mm-hmm. That's like a must read for mm-hmm. anybody. I've actually, I've read it before. I've checked it out from the library and I actually have thought that I kind of would like to own it. And then, dang it, I made the goal of not buying any books this year. <laughs> I don't like your goal. I, I, am, I am the opposite of that goal. <laughs> and so anyway, I do have it on hold for me at the library again. I was wanting to revisit it. But yes, in this book, he outlines her approach to creativity and it is pretty structured and she talks about making it a daily habit Mm -hmm. and how difficult that can be but building into your daily routine these things that you do like she gets up every morning very early 
and goes to the studio, I think, to work out with her trainer or just, you know, to start her day that way. She talks about how difficult that can be many mornings. She doesn't want to go, but she just has to go downstairs, catch a cab, and and be on her way. And then she knows that it'll kind of follow after that. Right. So I think that, that yeah, that is so huge. I mean, everything, bird by bird. I think oh, it's yes. Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott, Lamott is mm-hmm. another great book on mm-hmm. writing. And I own that. I have like a little section because I'm a Kindle book buyer, mm-hmm. as we talked about last time. But I have a little section on my bookshelf in the office of books that have been influential as yeah. I'm creating. So yeah. ideally, as I'm sitting down yeah. creating, I can look to those books right. and go, this is what Anne Lamott be, says. Be reminded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He will be at the conference I'm going to oh, in San really? Diego. And I'm really excited. <gasps> I'm hoping to meet her. Maybe you'll get your book signed. I'm very excited. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, okay, so why is, I think a lot of people don't get this question because Mm -hmm. we get very caught up in just the existing of day-to-day life Mm -hmm. and it seems like a, a, what's the word, a superfluous or like some sort of, you know, frivolous thing to be creative. Like, oh, I don't have time. Take the time to do it. Right. So why is it so important to you? Like, why does it matter? What do you get from expressing creatively? Why should people make time for it? Um, this is like a deep question. It this, is. Are, you like that one? you like channeling Terry Gross right now? <laughs> <laughs> this is like a hardcore interview. Right now. I know. Okay. Um, I think this is something that I'm really coming to realize just since taking more of these creative things seriously. I am only recently being myself as a creative person, but it's really always been there. I think kind of like I said, how I always have thought, oh, creative people are artists and musicians and they're a certain type, right? Like you have this type in your mind. Exactly. It's not an element of each person, which Mm -hmm. I'm realizing, no, it, it really is. Mm -hmm. And tapping into whatever it means for you, which I think for for years, for me, it has been writing. I've been writing in journals, and that's something that I enjoy just as an outlet. And also cooking and baking right. and being creative in the kitchen. It just it just gives me a place to reflect and get in touch with what really makes me happy. And I think maybe that's why I haven't seen it in that way before it's just oh these are just my hobbies or something i enjoy doing Mm -hmm. almost apologetically too like i felt like it was like well i like to write but i could never right i could but i could never do it Mm -hmm. full-time that's just a hobby it's almost as if the more you enjoy something the more it's no this isn't my full-time real thing this is just what i do in my spare time for fun like almost like it can't be legitimate if i enjoy it too much yes yes (laughs) i think that I think that you have something there too, like the idea of um, us all being creative. Like there is something in us, even my husband, who's a computer programmer, software developer, like he's frustrated if there's not some sort of end product that Mm -hmm. he's created. Like if it's just a bunch of meetings and he hasn't, so even, I mean, which a lot of people would not consider that a creative profession, Mm -hmm. but it's, there's something inherent in us as human beings, I think to create something where there was nothing. And Mm -hmm. I think it's very rewarding, whether it's, writing or baking and cooking like yeah. you said like have a fresh something out of the oven that you made yeah. with your own hands is like exactly you know. and and along those lines oftentimes when you create create something you create something from nothing mm-hmm. you take a blank page and you fill it with thoughts that could inspire someone right how empowering is right. that and i've just found that as i've done little things even if it's creating a blog post that one person responds to and says, wow, me too, or thank you for putting that out there. Mm-hmm. That gives me courage and motivation to put something else out there yes. or to say, hey, maybe I could take on a little something bigger and that would be something positive for mm-hmm. someone else. I love that. I think, yeah, I think if nobody shared what they thought was just a hobby and not worth putting out there into the universe, none mm-hmm. of us would be impacted by art and music mm-hmm. and books the way that we are. Mm-hmm. We need creators yes. around us to make the human experience right, a better right, place. Right. And we can all tap into that and whatever it is that we have to contribute in our own way mm-hmm. is really is worth something. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah. I think for me too, 
when I'm creating and writing, it's the difference between living consciously mm-hmm. and just existing mm-hmm. and going through life as a, as a zombie. Cause when I'm yeah. writing, I am noticing the world around me mm-hmm. and writing what I think. And then that forms my view of the world yeah. and how I, how I carry myself in it. And I think when you're any kinds of creating is stopping to notice and taking yeah. the time to like pay attention and interact with the world mm-hmm. around you. So to me, that's a big difference. And I feel it like, in my soul, like the mm-hmm. difference between I'm just going to work uh-huh. and coming home and, uh-huh. you know, and actually living. Life. Yeah. And just, so that's a huge, just it's like outlet. breathing for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. And just, just being more present and engaged in your life. And I think also with the people around you, there are so many distractions nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, just the screens and the way that we can fill our lives with a million things. So anything that helps you be more present just matters so much. And I, I also think that that being in present and engaged can help me when something is off. Okay. I'm feeling stressed or, mm-hmm. or, you know, something doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. That helps me maybe pinpoint it. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's not something with my creativity, but because I am trying to be more conscious and more present. Right. I can kind of recognize right. what maybe it is. Like, hey, I haven't gotten enough quality time with Chris lately. Right. Like we should we should do something about that. Or, you know, I need to make more of an effort to call my good friends and just mm-hmm. have a good chat with a mm-hmm. girlfriend or whatever it is. So I've noticed too, I'll sit down to write about something and I didn't even fully realize my feelings on the topic until mm. I see them mm-hmm. on the paper. And mm-hmm. the real root of however I'm feeling about it comes out. Interesting. Like, it's really like, oh, I didn't, I started, I set out to write about this. Mm-hmm. And I am, but right. really, I guess my whole, the, you know, the root Something of the else. issue is this for me. So yep. I think that it's been just a huge way to get in touch with myself mm-hmm. and my, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm actually thinking about. Yeah, things, so. yeah. Um, so as you're going along in this creative process and we're talking about how great it can be and it can contribute a lot to our lives, but sometimes you just hit a wall and you're Mm -hmm. just feeling, I don't have any creativity left. Mm -hmm. I've got nothing. I've just got nothing. So, so what do you do and what can inspire you when you hit, when you hit that dead end or what keeps you motivated to keep going? I thought about this and I really think that it's books and people Hmm. and people create books. But, Mm -hmm. um, and one of the combinations of this that is so huge for me is the book club that we're both in. And I told you, I would tell this story. So I had heard Kelsey always like casually mentioned a book club. (laughs) And I even tried to start a book club and like me and Kelsey were the only ones that read the book. Oh yeah. I think we we ended up talking about reality television and I was was just like, I have no idea about the housewives of real whatever. Yeah. And I'm all for a good, you know, a good pop culture discussion for sure. It was, it was not book club. Like nobody read the books and you don't want to be a stickler. Like, right. But there's a certain, I don't know. So like, I felt like Kelsey was in the serious book club (laughs) and I really wanted to be a part of it. How do I get in? But she had like mentioned that it was closed a couple of times. It's very exclusive. (laughs) But I think that that's actually really good because it, it limits the group. So it's not too big Mm -hmm. and it gives, by the way, you can come to the book club even if you haven't read, but it's like we really do talk about the book. So mm-hmm. it's to your advantage to yeah. have read it or some yeah. of it at least. And it also, I think that since we do have a closed membership, it gives you a chance to really get to know the people. Yes. Like people are kind of more committed to it, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, you're in the book club. It's something. Right. Kind like of we're that wondering you where you are if you don't. Right. Come exactly. And, you and people know. care about you. Yeah. So. And it is. It totally just creates this community. And it's this community for me of like, because they had an opening. Everybody could invite one friend. And Kelsey graciously invited me and I jumped on it. Not her probably not knowing how excited I was to be in book club. But um, it's just this community for me of intelligent women Mm -hmm. who read, who want to talk about literature and life and Mm -hmm. all of it and how it all kind of goes together. Mm -hmm. And I just am so inspired by it. It's just once a month. And if you can make it, you mm-hmm. RSVP. I mean, it's no pressure, but I find myself so inspired. And like this last, we just had it this yeah, last we just, Wednesday. Yeah, we just met on Wednesday. And we had great conversation. Mm-hmm. And I got home and someone had posted, we have a Facebook group. So someone had posted a list of 
books that are coming out on movie oh, you know, right. to read before they're turned mm-hmm. into movies. And I am a huge stickler about that. Like oh, I have okay. to read okay. the book first. And so there was a few on there that I've been wanting to read for a long time. Anyways, so I seriously went on like a book binge when I got home. <laughs> not, at we had just, not at the library either. Not at the library. But there was a whole bunch on the list that were like on sale for like three ninety nine on Kindle. Okay, and so right, I seriously bought like six books. Oh my gosh. Like and what? They're just the giver, because I've never read The Giver. Oh, yeah, we read that's that. Insane. We read that last year. Oh, that's it's so. Good. I mean, you just have to read that. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I got out of school without mm-hmm. reading it. Actually, yeah. so that's going to be a movie. Okay, so I'm excited to oh, read that I, one. I am excited for that to be a movie too. That's one of my favorites. What was? Oh, the Labor Day, which oh. is going to be a movie with Kate Winslet and somebody else. And it's we saw the preview for the movie. My husband and I, and mm-hmm. he even thought it looked good. And there's like, it's a very romantic movie. Oh, I don't even know that about comes that. out at the end of the month. So that's <gasps> that one. I was Ooh. like, I got to read it. And then okay. some of the ones that are coming up for book club I got. Mm-hmm. And so I just, cause I was like, nice. I just love books and I love nice. book club. I know. And I, so many I, know. Books. I always find because we do, we meet on a, on a Wednesday evening each month. And I just find that when I get home from book club, I, it takes me like at least an hour to kind of yeah. just calm down. I mean, it's just, yeah, the stimulating conversation. It's so fun to just hang out with all these women and we do, we discuss the book, but then, now that we know each other pretty well, you know, just kind of chit-chatting and whatnot. And yeah, you do just kind of come home on this book club high. Yeah, my husband's like, do you want to go to bed? I'm like, no, I don't want no. to go to bed. I am buying books right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I guess maybe just a, just a note. Did you lose it? Did it fall yeah. out? That's yeah. what I used to tell my yeah. kids at school. Did it fall out of your brain? Yep, okay. yep. Fell out, <laughs> fell out of my brain. Well, I think we have another club. While you're thinking of your mm-hmm. thought, we have another okay. club. Okay. Um, which has been named, not by us. <laughs> but we start because we realized we would go for a walk around the neighborhood, mm-hmm. Kelsey and I, or mm-hmm. get together for coffee or something. Mm-hmm. And we'd always be talking about like the blogs and right. writing and right. creative projects. Yep. And so we started to just make a date. Like, yeah. okay, when can we get together next? What mm-hmm. works with your schedule? Just for some talk about mm-hmm. that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and like bring your ideas and bouncing ideas off each other. So my husband said jokingly one day, are you going to creative club again? <laughs> We was like we went for you know we went for a drink one night right right so creative club Kelsey has been huge we probably need more members for it to be (laughs) maybe so maybe so it should not be so exclusive (laughs) no that has been actually I think a really big factor in taking these things seriously and making progress on them and I actually wrote a guest post about this that appeared on. Uh, New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. I'll include a link in the show notes. Okay. Show about, notes. Yep. About assembling your board of directors. I love it. And so Creative Club is kind of like that. It just gives you that accountability and just someone to bounce ideas mm-hmm. off of. And mm-hmm. just the just the fact that we meet about it is just... Giving, like, oh, I need to have something to talk yeah, about at Creative Club. <laughs> giving it more structure or then, you know, we'll kind of talk about, oh, yeah, I think that it would be cool to do this or I want to do this. And then the next time we get together, I'm feeling pressure like I better have done something mm-hmm. towards that mm-hmm. so that Erica doesn't think I'm a total slacker <laughs> over here. <laughs> so that's that's been huge. And that's one of my new things that I would just recommend to anyone if you're wanting to take your creative work seriously or just kind of push yourself a little Mm -hmm. bit get a friend Mm -hmm. just someone that you can talk to about it and kind of just brainstorm and get some more ideas Mm -hmm. yeah i don't think my book would have been written without kelsey because i would be like all right i'm sending you chapter four (laughs) by three o'clock p.m because i just had to force myself Mm -hmm. and and i knew she probably didn't even have time to read it and it Mm -hmm. didn't even really matter if she read it but i you just need she an was external, yeah, an external me. deadline. And mm-hmm. Erica has totally been that for me too. Sometimes at work, I do, it's almost hard to turn off the other things that I want to be working on and just focus on my work. Or, you know, there's a million distractions that will come up. So I will text Erica, okay, I have to just focus on writing this report for the next hour. And it was so awesome. She texted me back after an hour it's 3 p.m how have you been doing it, it was great that accountability it means so much we have straight we're very strict we really are stuff. yes we really are <laughs> all about the structure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Okay, so often here on the show, we share things that we're currently obsessed with. Yeah, let's let's kind of change gears here. We've been talking about a lot of serious yeah, stuff. We've been very serious. <laughs> I think I need another cocktail. <laughs> so we are. We thought it'd be fun to take a peek inside our makeup bag. Yeah. Talk about a couple of beauty products that we're loving yeah. lately. And mostly, this is because I sometimes miss, you know, when you're you know, in high school or in college, you have those get-togethers with your girlfriends. And one of my favorite things is just to see what products is everyone mm-hmm. else using. Mm-hmm. I Where you love like that. get ready together to go yes, somewhere. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. And you're like, oh, can I like have a squirt of that perfume or whatever? Um, you know, once you're married... The husbands don't provide quite as much. You're like, oh, you're still using Irish Spring body wash. Great. We should really just like start like coming over to each other's houses. Like, how do I look? I mean, yeah. he told me fine. But exactly. I, don't know I mean, this. we know that that doesn't mean anything anymore. I mean, he doesn't notice anything. <laughs> so yeah, and plus, um, I have this little thin makeup bag that I'm pretty sure this container. This little bag I probably got in high school. So that, that tells you the status of my morning makeup routine. So I'm hoping maybe Erica will share something. This is, I have a lot to say about this. So. Okay. Okay. I'm so, I'm so excited. Well, maybe I should go first because I think if you went and then I went, it would seem like a really big letdown. Like, wah, wah. I don't think mine will take very long. So, okay, here we go. But you're a natural kind of girl. I do love. I, you're I, a natural glow kind yeah, of girl. Yeah. Okay. Well, but I have felt that as I, you know, as I get older mm-hmm. and as okay. I get up and get less sleep during the <laughs> like, night, I need a little more help. Yes. I seriously, when I'm like putting on stuff in the morning, it's like, okay, gotta minimize the zombie right, right now. Right. That is, that is the goal. So de-zombify. Yes, exactly. Okay. So what I've gotten here, um, I included my... Ooh, I like that stuff. I yes, that. my moisturizer. This is actually just Trader Joe's brand, but I'm pretty sure it's based on... What is this container like? L'Oreal? Yeah, it's like no um, philosophy. It's like a oh. black and white container okay. like philosophy, which okay. is kind of natural. Okay, yeah. So it's just a basic base lotion. It does have SPF 15. I since, love that in the summertime Since here. we do live mm-hmm. in the desert. So anyway, yeah, just some moisture. Keep everything moisturized. That is actually my go-to um, like if I'm going to spend the day out by mm-hmm. the pool in the backyard, mm-hmm. that's what I put on. Oh, okay. And that, that's kind that's of my... That's good for the mm-hmm. whole day? Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless it's... Yeah, I mean as long as I'm in and out. But right. Yeah. Okay. So then uh, the next thing I have, and actually... You might recognize this because I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that you posted this on your blog, maybe. Yes. I love that. So this is, I am talking about a, um, Neutrogena concealer. I like three in one concealer for eyes. And I'm pretty sure that Erica posted this on her blog as something she was obsessed with several months ago. And I used my current concealer until I literally could not extract one more (laughs) drop from it. You're like adding water to it. Yes, exactly. I was like, okay, Kelsey, this container is probably two years old. I think You're probably you, clogging your pores. Yeah, with that I think you can go get a new one. So yeah, it's just this little tube. It goes on really smooth. It definitely minimizes the zombie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm loving it. And it's not cakey. Yes, it, some concealer is yes, very cakey, and it doesn't um, like make lines. You know, like mm-hmm. creases because. Yeah, I've got lines under my eyes now, so... It's happening. We don't need any creases to be accentuating that. Okay, the next thing I have, and this is kind of a recent addition to my makeup routine, is blush. I mean, this is... Blush has been a life changer for me lately. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is. And just my level of makeup skills the fact that i am putting blush on this is huge people this This is is huge huge. okay so what i've got is a bare minerals blush the color is first class and this i am pretty positive that i bought in 2010 oh god it's 20 oh god it's 2014 kelsey it's growing big it's bare minerals, so you're probably okay. Yeah, I think that um, ahead of our wedding, we got married in April 2010, I was like, oh, I'm probably going to need to wear some makeup at our <laughs> wedding. So I think I went to Bare Minerals and just got, you know, the introductory kit. Yeah, I'm still using that same blush, but hey, it, it does the trick. So just a couple swipes of blush just give you that kind of some color mm-hmm. to my face. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm feeling really fancy... <laughs> We're talking prom makeup here. Yeah, here we exactly. Go. Um, 
then I might put on some mascara, mm-hmm. which I've got this CoverGirl mascara. I don't know. I'm not crazy about it. I don't know. It's I have um, some things to share. With okay, you. good. I, I I would like to know. I'm not sure. Oh, I think it's water resistant. Um, because you know sometimes I don't know. You don't know, you don't know what situation you're gonna get into. Right. Early in the pregnancy, there were a lot of tears. There's a lot so, of waterworks going. Yeah, on. you want to be sure you're covered. Okay, and then the final staple. I mean, this is really the icing on the cake. I am, I am pulling out my Burt's Bees chapstick, people. So, and it's not tinted. It is not tinted. No, it is not. This is no tint. And okay, bonus on this little stick. I keep I keep this in my in my jeans pocket a lot of times. This one has gone through the wash. So oh, sometimes, it's still So sometimes when I put it on, get a little get a little bit of extra water. Crying, laughing right now. Like, good thing I have waterproof. And and I am feeling pretty embarrassed that I have just let the public know that this is this is what I get ready through with. Yeah, yeah, just just a little, just a little bonus. So, anyway, yeah, let's quickly transition to you talking about your makeup routine. I am no expert, but this has been. I feel very passionate about this. Okay, area actually. So maybe I clearly have no passion. So. Yeah, I don't think we could be much more opposite mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. arena. But I'm eager, but I'm eager to we learn. I, lost I, I, know, I know. I'm eager to learn though. So, so I want to, I want to like hitch myself to your coattails and let's, yeah, <laughs> okay. tell me what you're doing. So I, this is something that has changed dramatically for me and actually been a huge part of like, I'm going to get deep again for a second, okay, but really like it. a big part of self-esteem and like taking care of myself and mm-hmm. it's changed quite a bit. So when I was teaching, especially, I was a hot mess most of the time. Okay. Like, I just, I don't do well on lack of sleep, and lack of sleep oh, is all you get when you I you're know teaching. how that is. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, five to eight-year-olds, and right. they tell you you're beautiful no matter what. Right. So, like, why right. am I going to, I'm going to hit snooze for those right. extra 20 minutes mm-hmm. instead of getting ready. Mm-hmm. But then I stopped teaching, and even towards the end, I was just like, you know, I just feel Ugh, and I, mm-hmm. it was totally that like you hit your 30s yeah and your 30s are always i have a friend who says your 30s where you're always just a little bit tired <laughs> yes <laughs> oh god totally it like whether yes. it's work or kids or whatever and yeah. you're just not quite you're feeling mm-hmm. a little different than yeah. you were in your 20s yeah you could use a little under eye concealer huh <laughs> for sure so i just felt like it wasn't cutting it anymore like yeah. i was totally like a powder mascara uh-huh. lip gloss kind of girl mm-hmm. and i'm like this is just some things are happening. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I need a little extra help. Mm-hmm. So I've done some research okay. lately. Oh, okay. Like the last year or so. And I, I'll put this in the show notes, but okay. I found a website that I loved called makeupgeek.com. Okay. And it is about a girl who actually lost a ton of weight mm-hmm. and really changed how she was just presenting herself to the okay. world. And she started her own makeup business. Oh, wow. With her own line and everything. Mm-hmm. And then she does like YouTube um, tutorials and stuff. Oh, like I that. love Cause it. I feel like I didn't, learn how to do makeup like yeah. my mom wore makeup and okay. she was girly like that but i just what she did didn't seem to work for okay. me and i don't know i am still intimidated yeah. by eyeliner so some youtube tutorials that sounds she awesome. is very good about um mixing like telling you what's worth spending your money on and okay. what the cheaper version right could be right and just be just as good because okay. some things really make a big difference yeah okay. so I've upped my makeup game significantly right. in the last like two or three years, and I'm okay. really kind of turning into a makeup geek myself. Oh, so I'm so I brought, excited! Right, I have like a bulging makeup bag, <laughs> yep, and this yep. is this is not, by the way, my morning routine. This is just like the things I'm obsessed with that I have. Oh, to okay. We need to be an. Oh my gosh! Okay, I love it. <laughs> but really, when I when I do my full on makeup, like going <laughs> like, out, we're talking full on Erica. Yeah, here. <laughs> like if I am in full Erica effect. <laughs> It only takes me like 15 minutes. Okay, it's good. Not yeah. insane. Okay, good. Because okay, I'm, I'm not great. And And I will say, I mean, I guess I don't know if I've ever seen you in full on Erica, but you still look very natural. Yeah, I don't like pink eyeshadow. Right, like, right. Or like the crazy eyeliner, no. whatever. It still looks very natural. Okay. Okay, so, but it takes a little work to Okay, and first of all, I really like this little container. It's, Thank you. Um, Kind of like a natural canvas yeah. color. It rolls up. You can get it at drugstores, Walgreens, Target. Oh. I think this one's from Walgreens. And okay. these are, I brought this because these are my favorite brushes. First okay. of all, oh. if you're going to do eyeshadow or concealer, don't use the little spongy things that come in the thing. Okay. Like you will just be frustrated. I think I use my finger. It, well, <laughs> finger is even better. I think makeup artists use fingers sometimes. Okay, okay, good. Winning. I really love these. They're like 
animal cruelty free, which probably oh, all my stuff is not, but I figured okay. you'd appreciate that. I do. I do. And I do. I've tried some more like professional brands. These are mm-hmm. eco tools, um, makeup brushes. Okay. And they're really soft and they hold up really well. And you can just wash them. Like I do like a month. You probably should do more than that, but okay. once a month in like dawn and water, mm-hmm. like just and let them dry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I brought them and they came. So I travel with this cause it's like an easier. Oh yeah. Thing. So it's got mm-hmm. a zipper pocket on the yeah. other side. Okay, we're opening it Zip. up. I can't wait to see what's in here. But these are just my like revelations okay. about makeup. This is not all of it. But mm-hmm. I too use that concealer on my eyes. And then Neutrogena okay. does make a um, like a blemish one. Okay. I've got I'm sporting a good one today. Right <laughs> under control, I think, but I've got Thank goodness this is a podcast. Yeah, not a video <laughs> tutorial. But it's the same kind of thing. It's got some like me- acne medication right mm-hmm. in it, so well, you're not blobbing more. I love it. Makeup on. You're yeah. actually putting something that's right. Gonna it's going to help. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is my revelation for <gasps> is that I decided I needed foundation. Okay. And I was scared. I'm sca- to that I am scared. Foundation. Like just you said the words. I'm just <laughs> like picturing like cakey, like yeah. something on my face, and right. and the like the line under your chin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell us. And and hopefully you've never seen a line. Hopefully I've mastered. Oh the no foundation. no. Yeah. But. In Arizona, I am I'm oily kind of a girl. Me so like, too. I feel like I'm just shiny and greasy oh, looking yeah. all the time. So I have found, and this is from the Makeup Geek, this Revlon Color Stay okay. combination, and it's a matte finish. And okay. so it says right on there, it's for combination oily skin. Now they okay. have one that's a little bit more dewy if you don't like, because this is very matte. Okay, I but think that's what I need. this is really good for like photos like actually that's how you look oh. good in photos as oh right you don't want shiny the shiny forehead mm-hmm. i know that's a she does makeup for like brides and stuff like that okay. so she talks about so anyways i started trying this this is in warm golden okay and i don't that's exactly that how i would golden. describe you. <laughs> i don't know warm golden beautiful <laughs> but i was always afraid too because i have freckles and mm-hmm. i thought that it would look weird if mm-hmm. i put foundation over freckles and i think i was just using the wrong foundation okay mm-hmm. and so i don't think this is necessarily for everybody it does have a lot of coverage okay. um so and maybe not a good starter foundation okay. but neutrogena does make a good um like a tinted moisturizer okay that's kind of a good starter i started okay. with that and then i realized that i needed a little more coverage and a little less because it's okay. got kind of a glow to it. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I would so, recommend Revlon or Neutrogena. And is or, this, so tell me, is this an everyday or just? This is every day that I'm not just like at home doing laundry. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm going out. Okay. I this is on. on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like if I was going to work, I would put mm-hmm. that on. Okay. If I worked. <laughs> That's right. If I worked. I do work, but if I actually had to get out of my pajamas <laughs> right, for work. Right. Okay. So, and this is like $12. Okay. So this is Affordable. something that like. Yeah, I think the drugstore version is probably better because you can spend crazy amounts on oh foundation, right. especially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll go through my whole routine later, but okay. foundation is a is a revelation for me. Okay, and then another revelation, <gasps> and this is at the drugstore as well. Okay, this is my favorite mascara in America. Whoa! Or the universe that I'm okay. aware of, and it's Maybelline Volume Express Waterproof the Falsies. Falsies. And I literally have been asked <laughs> numerous times if I'm wearing. Fake oh, eyelashes. Really? On. Mm-hmm. Oh and I have like, I mean, I think they're kind of long, but they don't, they're not a good shape eyelash. And so I curl them with the curler. Okay. I didn't bring, but mm-hmm. crimp them real mm-hmm. quick. And then put like two coats of this on. And this is like, all right. It will dramatically change things. And your eyes are like mine. Like we have squinty eyes. Like mm-hmm. when we yep. smile, yep. Like they pretty much disappear. Yep. yep. And so you need some definition. Yes. <laughs> it's like, where did her eyes go? Oh, there's yeah. her eyelashes. So I know she still has some. <laughs> so that's been huge for me. And that's super cheap too at the drugstore. Okay. Oh, I'm going to, I'm taking Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'll be in the show notes. Don't yes, you it, yes, it will. So then another revelation for me though has been that. What is this? Where <laughs> it's it... a brush. Take the brush out. Oh, you can see. okay. It's yeah. like shaped so it's shaped <gasps> more like your eye. Oh, okay. You can yeah. get all of the lashes. Okay, I like this. And it's right. waterproof. I'm a fan of the waterproof. I know some people. Will you tell never you. know what situation you're going to get yeah. into. I'm just saying. And what's worse than you know? Okay, you're at a wedding or yeah, whatever, like and you're like, oh no, I d- right. I'm not wearing my waterproof. And even mascara. with the sweat, like this stuff does not budge. Like I have okay. not had a flake. Awesome. I have not had a smear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then the other thing I've discovered, and this has especially been since I moved to Arizona, because. Okay. 
our eyes are creasy mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. sweaty all the time. Yes. And so I have discovered that with eyeshadow and eyeliner, number one, it makes a big difference mm-hmm. to get quality. Okay. And pay a little more for it. And number two, it um, it really makes a big difference on my eyes when I have it on. Okay. Because I think I have been intimidated in the eyeshadows that I've had before. And I think I have used kind of a cream-based one and also a powder-based one. I always get the creases. And so it's just, you know, okay, I'll put it on in the morning. It looks fine. And then catch a glimpse of myself halfway through the work day. And it's like, oh, my gosh, yeah. creases. So, yeah. And I think that that... You can use even that concealer you have as like yeah. a primer. So I think oh. priming your eyelids makes a big Priming, difference. okay, mm-hmm. okay. So I I really like, I've tried a couple more expensive, mm-hmm. like Urban Decay, and I got okay. it at Ulta. You can get it at Sephora okay. mm-hmm. online even. Mm-hmm. So these are, it looks like little pencils. Yeah, so these are, this is their eyeliner. This is the 24-7 Glide-On Pencil, and it's okay. kind of like a crayon. Oh, okay. And it really... um is that what really you're? Is that what you're well. wearing now? And like yeah, the line of your bit. eyeliner looks mm-hmm. so nice and smooth. And I think I like that chunkier because it probably is a little more forgiving. Yeah. And then you do yeah, like if you do like a liquid eyeliner, it's so oh, it's boy. like a marker. And yeah. I still have not <laughs> attempted that. Really. Okay. But the, maybe I, by the time we're forty. Yeah. <laughs> like I love these. This is like a little gift set, so I can mm-hmm. show it a few different colors. Mm-hmm. I love demolition because it's like a. Is that so? That's kind of a darker one. It looks yeah. like a charcoal. It's right. Not, it's like it's, a, it's got a little black. brown in it though too, so it's a little warmer. Okay. And then I like for just like super casual smog, mm-hmm. which is smog, a little, smog super casual, <laughs> super casual. <laughs> It's like a coppery brown. Okay. And I have brown eyes. You have brown eyes yep, too. So yep. you could probably wear the same color. Mm-hmm. I stick to like the neutrals on. Yeah, I think so. I think so. We're not advanced enough to no. go to Once the- in a while, like apparently purples and olives look good with brown eyes. So mm. I'll dabble in those areas. But oh, you will. It gets real 80s real quick if you get too much <laughs> color. Just be going careful. Ahead. Be careful, folks. So I'm a fan of the 24-7 okay. Urban Decay pencils. Yeah. And they are, they're like $20 for a full-size pencil. Mm-hmm. But that's going to last a long you. time. Yeah. Right. And then I love their eyeshadow. So this is okay. this is the naked. I brought my little one. It's the Naked mm-hmm. Basics palette, but okay. I have the big Naked palette that's got oh. more, and it's all neutrals. Okay. Um, and this one I take when I'm here, and mm-hmm. it's got all like oh yeah, the just from re- from really light mm-hmm. all the way to black. It looks. And like. I have. I think YouTube is great for like eyeshadow mm-hmm. tutorials. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw. I just saw one too. I'll have to link to her hooded okay. eyes. That's a, Oh like wait, have, wait! Our squinted eyes—they're yeah. called hooded like eyes. You're, they, they're called hooded because <laughs> if your eyelids, like your top eyelids, kind of overshadow, so like your lower eyelid kind of disappears. Should we include like a really close-up photograph of each of our <laughs> eyes in the show notes? No, we're not going to do that. No, I don't think only after like full makeup, perhaps. But so those are my obsessions and my revelations: is foundation okay. in your thirties, okay, or something. To like even out your skin tone yeah. and provide a base. Yeah. And then blush has been huge for me. Mm-hmm. 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 And then spending a little bit more on yeah. eye makeup. Just Except mascara. Get the get Okay. Falsies, Maybelline okay. mascara. I'm feeling like I could probably step up my makeup routine a little bit. I mean, just for, just sometimes, you know, at work you have that meeting and you want to, and it's not even about looking that different. It almost just makes you feel like, okay, I feel really put, put together, together. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. and I feel ready to walk into yeah. this meeting and hold my own if I even really just need to like focus on my work for the day I'll get like fully dressed full makeup mm-hmm. even yeah. if I'm just staying home just because yeah. I feel like it's taking self mm-hmm. more seriously mm-hmm. I don't know it's just been huge yeah I would love to talk about this topic because it's been a big change for me I think over yeah. the past couple of years so. yeah okay yeah uh, this topic of like getting ready and like yeah. taking yourself serious and how to do some of those things easily. Like I have a, like we should talk about like a full on makeup routine, like mm-hmm. a date night makeup routine. And then like, a oh. you know, if you just absolutely have five minutes, right. What you can do, what you can do on a, you know, regular basis. Okay. So one follow up question. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So with the waterproof mascara and things, what, is your nighttime routine? Do you have to? Do you use a face wash that, um, you know, will wash up the eye makeup? Do you use a specific eye makeup remover? So this I need to get better about. I'll tell okay. you right now because I'm not very good right now either. I crash into bed is what I usually oh, do. Oh boy, yeah, me too. But something that I found for the lazy girl like me who mm-hmm. does not like to take out, like I am not all about doing 
a full-on like cleanse, moisturize, exfoliate every night. And I, I probably I want, should be. I want to be that girl, but who has the time? I'm so tired. I probably wouldn't need as much concealer if I did that. <laughs> right, exactly. But. Maybe so. Anyways, so even to me, like the bare minimum has been, I found like makeup remover wipes and Burt's Bees makes Oh, oh and you, you, know I, you know I like that. And Neutrogena makes an eye makeup remover, which I have found you need like a little, you need something on a cotton ball for like the, the mm-hmm. waterproof mask yeah, to yeah. really get it off. Yeah. So I use that first and then I go over it with the Burt's Bees okay. wipe just okay. to get like the basic layer right. of makeup off. And then I go to bed. Okay. And then I wash my face in the shower with Dr. Bronner's in the morning. Dr. Bronner's? Oh, is you that that? Dr. You don't know Dr. Bronner? No, yes, yes. That's like the big, uh-huh. that big container. I love their peppermint for a face wash because mm. it's all natural. It's very gentle. Okay. But it's really like refreshing and brightening. So mm. I just. You have that in the shower and mm-hmm. face wash. Oh, okay. I I need some new face wash right mm-hmm. now. So maybe I'll, I have heard of that and I've that. used that before. My sister-in-law, Emily, shout out. Shout out to hey. Emily for recommending that. <laughs> Thanks, Emily. Mm-hmm. So that's my routine. It's not very fancy. And usually what I do too is like, I don't get all of the makeup off, <laughs> you know, cause the, the, I will say the waterproof mascara yeah. is a little tricky to get off yeah. and probably not the best thing for your skin, mm-hmm. but so I'll like kind of get it off at night and then I get in the shower in the morning mm-hmm. and I come out and I have total wreck eyes from washing my face and then I just do another round of the eye makeup remover. Gotcha. I gotcha. This is real life. This is real, this is real, real life. Talk. <laughs> real talk. Um, okay. All right. Well, I, uh, I think maybe, I mean, I'm not going to make it an official goal because I already have a lot of goals, but you know, maybe we'll check back in on our makeup Casual. routines. Uh-huh. Yeah. And maybe I'll have something a little more exciting to share with you than my like, four-year-old blush and my Burt's Bees that went through the washing machine. We can even break it down. It could be like, okay, let's talk mascara. Let's talk. Yeah. Because I feel like I have many things to say. This is a long podcast. I sense that you have a lot more to say too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So uh, moving on. (laughs) Last time we did introduce everyone to our sawing neighbor. Yeah. Saw guy. Yep. Saw guy. He lives... We didn't say this, but he lives right behind us. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been hearing him as often? Because I think I haven't been, but is that just wishful Not thinking? Not as often. I do know since last time we had our podcast that mm-hmm. I heard him one time because okay. I texted you and said, go, the song oh, right. go outside and see That's if you right. can record and actually, it. I did mean to take my digital recorder out there and get a sample. I didn't, but if it, conti- if it continues, I'm going to. So maybe, okay, if it continues, I think mm-hmm. we need to erect a sign. Much like the one you have experienced. Can you please tell oh. my favorite neighborhood story oh my gosh. about the sign that you came across? Oh, let me, let me take you on a journey <laughs> through the history of our neighborhood archives. So, yeah, this, is, this has become one of my favorite stories to tell, you know, at a party or a get-together where it's like, no, you will not believe what happened to me. So... This was um, a, a couple of a couple of years ago now, and it was uh, just a Saturday. Chris was actually out doing something, so I was home by myself and just enjoying, you know, a nice Saturday. And I uh, went to the back door. It was a really beautiful day outside, just kind of looking into our backyard. And I kind of looked to the left of our backyard, and I noticed. That over a neighbor's fence, someone this who... This is not Saw Guy. This is the guy exactly, next to Saw Guy, right? Exactly. The okay. guy next to Saw Guy. We might have to put a map, like, eventually <laughs> of all of this, in, but yeah. The show notes. So someone who lives behind us, their lawn is kind of catty-cornered to us. I saw in his lawn, like, a, a wooden pole <laughs> that was in the corner of his lawn, and it looked like there was a little piece of cardboard at the top, and it seemed like there were some words on it. And, and it I was mean, pointed in your yard. It was definitely pointed towards our yard. And yeah, I'm just standing there. You know, this is really weird. So I walk into the backyard and get closer. Sure enough, there is a sign, a cardboard sign that has been erected on a wooden pole to oh, face, face a warning my lawn. Of sorts. <laughs> yes, just a, just a friendly neighborly <laughs> message. It says, and I quote, The next time you throw shit in my yard, you can deal with the hell's angels. (laughs) So I'm just, I'm just standing in the middle of my yard, just 
what? I mean, am I in the twilight zone? What is happening? What is going on? Okay, so a little bit of a backstory. Probably five months before then, we had had some trees in our yard that were... Wait, that was like five months before the Oh, several, several months. I mean, several months beforehand. We had had a landscaper, just, you know, someone that I hired to trim some palm trees that are in the corner of our yard. And also a tree from, from this neighbor's lawn that really comes over quite significantly into our yard and hangs down. And the tree also has vines. Anyway, so I saw this landscaping guy was trimming it and I saw him this, I will admit fault here. I saw him trimming some of the branches and he was throwing some into the neighbor's yard. Okay. So the tree is in his yard, Yeah, but it branches over into yours. Exactly. So you hired a landscaper to trim the part that branches over into yes. yours and that landscaper threw the branches back right. into the original right. tree and, owner's and yard. Probably some of the palm tree fronds oh, too okay. from okay. our, from so our, he was being less than exactly. Neighborly. He was being a little bit lazy and yeah. I saw that and I was just thinking, Oh my gosh, I can't believe he's doing that. But I was feeling, but then I was feeling intimidated to go out there and ask him, Hey, you need Don't to do that not way. do yeah. that. And I was thinking, okay, I need to go over to the to these neighbors and just say, sorry about that. I noticed the landscaper yeah. doing this, right? Yeah, but I didn't. Okay, I did not. Um, you got what you deserve. So, yeah, neighbor, neighbor fault. Okay, but anyway, that is at least five months ago. And so here is this sign, and I'm just thinking, I mean, that must be what it's referring to. I'm not sure why all of a sudden he's so worked up about I it now. Your shit into his yard. <laughs> I know there was there was nothing else. I swear, and the majority of it was his tree. I mean, it still should have been cleaned up by the landscaper that I hired, but but I did not feel that it warranted being <laughs> threatened with the hell's angels. Okay, so so I'm in the middle of my yard, just my jaw on the ground, trying to make sense of all of this. <laughs> And probably one of like the second thought that occurs to me is I've got to take care of this before Chris gets home because he will see this as a bullying threat and will go o- kindly. No, well not to, he'll go over to this guy's house. And I mean, we do live in Arizona and he could get shot. <laughs> we, okay. have, we have lots of guns. Here. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, shoot, I'm going to have to go confront this myself before Chris gets home. So I'm just thinking, you know, clearly this is a certain kind of person that would do this and they're, you know, expecting us to be either scared by this or they're certainly not expecting a nice young woman to come knock on the door. Right. right. So I'm just going to, you know, treat him with kindness and I drive in my car, I march up to that front door and I ring the doorbell Two cute little kids answer the door. And I'm just like... Not Hells Angels. No, no, not the Hells Angels. I'm just like, oh, is your dad at home? So there's someone like back in the shadows of the house, uh, (laughs) clearly the dad, this Hells Angels dad, sitting on the couch in pajamas. He does not bother to get up from the couch and just says, you know, yes, whatever it is. And I say... I think there's been a little misunderstanding. I you know, I'm I'm so sorry if you found anything in your yard that came from our yard. And I explained I, I hired a landscaper. I, that was not my intention. To your tree, by the exactly, way. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, and I said, is this something that happened recently? Because we haven't done anything. And he, no, no. I mean, he just, I think I really surprised him. He didn't know what to say. And... I just said, you know, the next time if there's ever an issue, we'd love to have you over for a cup of coffee, you know? <laughs> Kill him with uh-huh, exactly. Just, you know, if we could just talk about this like adults and then I wished him a good day and I was on <laughs> my day, way. <laughs> exactly. So, um I did I came back home and Chris did get back home before the sign was taken down and as predicted, you know, I explained the situation right, first, but right. before you look in the backyard, I need to kind of preface something and let him know that I'd taken care of the situation. So don't get worked up. Um, you know, he saw it and at first thought it was kind of funny, but I kind of saw him getting worked <laughs> up about him. Exactly. And he was just, 
I mean, I was getting a little nervous if it was not down by the end of the day. I was nervous what was going to happen. But sure enough, um, while we were kind of watching, we started seeing the sign kind of waver a little <laughs> bit. And you can tell he's like working to like take it down. And um, eventually, he so he did take it down. And yeah, we haven't had any more interactions with him. But I just... I mean, what? that's a lot of effort to erect I a mean, sign. Yes, can we just think about this? <laughs> I mean, what happened... That suddenly, I mean, maybe he saw it at the time and just he's been getting all worked up about it all this time. But it's kind of like one of those things where you're really angry at someone and you write a letter to them. Yeah. But then writing the letter works it out and you never send it. Right. I mean, but he went through all the effort of making that sign, erecting a pole in his yard. And he still, you know, thought it was a good idea. And threatening you with the motorcycle game. By like, the way. what were they going to do? What are they really going to do? What ties does he actually have to them? I, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, just, yeah, um, just an interesting little tidbit of yeah. what goes on in our neighborhood. So on that friendly note, <laughs> we won't be doing that. No, guy. We no. will think of a much more civil yes. response, but he seems to have kept the sawing under control. Mm-hmm. We're hopeful. But I think that is all for us this time. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, and you can find us online at girlnextdoorpodcast.com, where there are links to our blogs, Twitter, and Instagram. We'd love to connect with you there. Uh, We'll also have our show notes for this show on the blog, Mm -hmm. where we'll link up to all the makeup and recipes and everything. Oh, yeah, we'll have a recipe for the cocktail. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we can even post a picture of the sign that our Hell's Angels. Oh, yes, I do have a picture. I have photographic evidence. Uh, We'd love to connect with you and hear what you think of the show. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. You can also find all of our info to hook up with us. Not hook up. (laughs) (laughs) To connect with us on Instagram, Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. (laughs) And screen door. (laughs) 